catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, April 19th. I'm Matthew Bell, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislator recently passed a law which is under fire from LGBTQ advocacy groups around the country. Dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill by critics, the bill restricts classroom discussions on gender identity and sexual orientation in grades K-3. through WFSU's Sarah Mueller has more on the law and how those affected are reacting. Here's Sarah. Equality Florida and other LGBTQ advocacy groups filed a lawsuit challenging the new law shortly after Governor Ron DeSantis signed it last month. Imani Rupert-Gordon is the executive director for the National Center for Lesbian Rights, one of the parties to the lawsuit. She says the law is unconstitutional because it violates Title IX, the First Amendment, and both the Equal Protection and Due Process Clauses in the Constitution. And this law would roll back the decades of progress that we've been able to make in schools, making it safer for LGBTQ students. Critics had nicknamed the legislation the Don't Say Gay Bill because they argue the law's intent is to censor and erase LGBTQ families. It bans lessons on gender identity and sexual orientation in grades K through three. In other grades, all discussions must be conducted in a quote, age appropriate manner. These terms are not defined. School districts must notify parents if their children want to use different names or pronouns at school, and it allows parents to sue school districts. Supporters say those who oppose the policy want to, quote, groom children to be sexually abused. DeSantis says Democrats and critics support indoctrinating children. They support sexualizing kids in kindergarten. They support injecting woke gender ideology into second grade classrooms. They support enabling schools to, quote, transition students to a, quote, different gender without the knowledge of the parent, much less without the parent's consent. LGBTQ Orlando State Representative Carlos Guillermo Smith says gender identity and sexual orientation is not about sex. If they want to prohibit instruction on sex ed for certain grades, then do that. But that's not what this bill is about. This bill puts a target on the backs of LGBTQ Floridians, and it sends a terrible message that there's something dangerous about including LGBTQ Floridians in the classroom. Republican State Senator Jeff Brandis attempted to amend the legislation in a February committee hearing to remove gender identity and sexual orientation and ban teaching human sexuality or sexual activity in grades K through three instead. We have the opportunity to soften this, to accomplish both goals, to ensure that these conversations are had at home and also to not impact our neighbors in the way that today You've seen them impacted. Brandis says his amendment failed because DeSantis's office wanted the words gender identity and sexual orientation to stay in the bill. His subsequent amendment banning human sexuality and gender identity and sexual orientation failed to garner Republican support. Brandis was in touch with Disney lobbyists during that time. The company has faced backlash from the left and its employees for not doing more to oppose the law. Disney has promised to work to repeal it. 
That's drawn criticism from DeSantis for being what he calls a woke corporation. I think that crossed the line. This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. DeSantis has expressed support for stripping Disney of its special privileges status that dates back to the 1960s, allowing it to form its own independent government. Lawmakers also exempted the theme park from social media legislation they passed last year. Some have called for repealing that carve-out. I'm Sarah Mueller in Tallahassee. That was WFSU Sarah Mueller reporting on House Bill 1557, or critically named Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, let's catch up on today's top stories from around the state. Florida officials are unable to explain the reasoning behind the banning of dozens of math textbooks from the state's curriculum. The Department of Education says the books contain, quote, indoctrinating concepts, unquote. Parties ranging from publishers to local officials have been unable to verify the state's claims that the textbooks contain topics such as critical race theory. The Tampa Bay Times reports that the move comes nearly a year after Governor DeSantis requested the State Board of Education ban lessons on CRT. The state will next move on to examine social studies textbooks next year. Florida lawmakers will meet in Tallahassee this week to pass a new state congressional map. The district redrawing could see the disappearance of the 5th Congressional District, a home to Representative Al Lawson. Stretching from Gadsden to East Duval County, the district is made up of 44% black voters. WFSU reports Governor DeSantis does not plan to keep the 5th District intact, instead pushing for more race-neutral districts. The governor's new map does not include an African-American voting district to replace the 5th District. A Florida judge has struck down a federal mandate requiring masks on planes, reports NPR. U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel ruled the mandate was unlawful, prompting TSA to halt its enforcement of the mandate. The Biden administration says it's reviewing the ruling, but until the review is complete, wearing a mask will not be enforced on public transportation or in transportation hubs. On Monday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the decision was disappointing and that the CDC still recommends wearing masks in public transit. Last month, 21 governors sued the Biden administration to end the mandate, arguing it harms the states and interferes with local laws. A federal grand jury has indicted a self-described gang member with a violent criminal history for sending a threatening letter to a senior judge in Jacksonville. Court records show a nearly year-long investigation conducted by the FBI found the letter contained DNA from the inmate. Saliva, fingerprints, and common characteristics in handwriting led the FBI to the author of the letter, who denies the claims. The FBI reports the man then tried to frame the crime on another inmate by writing their name on the letter. The judge and an FBI spokesperson declined to comment on the case. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Matthew Bell, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.